Monday of game week, it's just different. It hits different. It feels different. It's uh, something that has been in my blood my whole life. So when you listen to Red Dirt music, it's like that last Rebel sound to me. It is a combination of uh, Southern rock and jazz and uh, bluegrass. And, the, the and for Skip Bayless to come out and say, I don't feel bad for him and kind of belittle him and say, how dare you? How dare you as the leader of America's team show weakness? Honestly, I want to say what I want to say. This is the Sam Mays Podcast. Welcome, I'm Sam Mays. Today we are talking to Jordan Barrett, member of the now 2021 U.S. Olympic skateboard team that's headed to Tokyo next summer. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Not too bad. Excited about the Olympics, and I know you are too, uh, but we have to talk about you know what it's been really since March of, of 2019. I know you're at the highest of highs. You're headed to Tokyo for the Olympics. And then COVID hits. What has it been like for you over the last eight or nine months, just kind of having to uh, change your course a little bit and, and train from home and uh, not necessarily be on the path that you thought you would be on at this point? Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely a bit of a shocker and, um, you know, a bit of a bummer at first. I kind of didn't really understand or know what hit me, I guess. But um you know, I try to take everything in my life that happens at me, like gets thrown at me as a, much of a positive as possible. So kind of taking it every day at a time and do the, like, just little things to make me happy and, you know, keep things going. And, you know, I'm, I'm still skating a bunch. I'm still, you know, having fun with surfing and riding my dirt bike and stuff like that. So just each day is a little bit positive, you know? Let me give you a little uh, story about myself. I I was challenged a couple of years ago to learn how to downhill skate. I am six foot five, three hundred and sixty-five pounds, uh, former offensive lineman, and I'm insane. So I don't know how to turn down a challenge. So I had this company here in Oklahoma City uh, build me a custom uh, longboard out of cedar, and I taught myself how to, how the longboard. I cannot tell you how surprised I was at how sore I was from attempting to teach myself how to skate and not from falling. I mean, just the, the act of it. And I know there's, you know, for the people out there that are like, why skating and why, uh, why skateboarding and why the Olympics? My thing is you guys are some of the most elite athletes in the world. And I think it's pretty amazing that you get this ability to showcase your talents on the biggest stage in sports, but skateboarding is hard. I mean, it is, it's physically taxing. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a really good workout and it's it's funny like people I guess don't really know that until they try it but it's a full body workout for sure and especially you know if you skate for an hour or two like it's a pretty long time and it you start to feel it for sure especially you know I feel it too when if I haven't surfed in a while or something like that and I go surf and it's just like different muscles I guess that I don't use when I skate and vice versa so it's definitely it's it's definitely a sport for sure. What does the training regimen look like for you? And, you know, obviously, like I said, this was announced in March of 2019. Uh, the Olympics were supposed to go off this summer here in 2020. It'll be next August in 2021. Uh, as far as the body is concerned and, and mentally getting your body and mind uh, prepared, you know, what, what does that process look for, for you in the next several months? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing a bit of everything. Um, I'm skating, of course. I skate uh, in Encinitas. You know, I live in California, at one of my favorite parks. But um, other than that, you know, I I surf a lot, and I've taken a few trips this summer out to Baja and actually out in Texas just a few weeks ago. They have a wave pool out there, um, and that was super fun. But basically, you know, just trying to keep positive and trying to keep going and you know I'm not trying to take training too gnarly right now because I don't want to get too burnt out you know it's hard when there's no competitions going on there's no you know real motivation you know there's the Olympics still happening but I like there's not the little goals that I can set for myself so just kind of you know mentally have fun with myself and not take not take myself too seriously and just kind of get back to the roots of everything um but with with that you know I do surf and pretty much skate every day I use a lot of energy and do a lot of things throughout the day so you know I I eat these nut butter bars from Cliff Bar all the time whenever I need a snack and they're super good there's lots of protein from all the nut butter keeps me filled up keep doing what I love so that's been super helpful I'm a big Cliff Bar fan, by the way. I've been trying to lose weight for the last decade. It's really not working out for me, but at least I get to eat a bunch of Cliff Bars that are delicious. So there's that. Um, they're good. They're good. And, and there's so many different kinds. That's what I love about it. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. There's a there's a flavor for everyone with Cliff. And I, I love the fact that you're on the package. And I watched this video this morning of you uh, seeing the package for the first time. That's got to be – I recently had some podcast art with my face made on it. And I'm thinking, this is so weird. Let's look at art, like my face is artwork. And then here you are sitting there and you get a, a package that the entire country is going to see. And, and there you are uh, in this badass position doing a trick on a skateboard. That's got to be pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. That was that was probably like one of the best moments of my life, for sure. Like, seriously, I never could have imagined that, you know, I would be on any sort of packaging like that, but especially a cliff bar alongside of like some of the best female athletes, you know, five other athletes that are so amazing that I've looked up to in other sports that, you know, I'm on a cliff bar with them. Like, seriously, it's, it was so mind blowing. And I was, I was, it was so cool. And now, you know, how that's been out there for a few months in the stores and stuff. And I, every time I go grocery shopping, I usually see it and I still like have to like look twice. I'm like, wait, Oh my gosh, that's right. Like what the heck, you know? And then, I have friends that have, you know, sent me photos and that they've seen me all over the country. And then even in Australia, I've had two different friends in two parts of Australia send me photos that in their local grocery store that they saw me on on a cliff bar. It's like, that's insane. You know, international too. Like it's, it blows my mind and I'm, I'm really stoked. I'm so thankful for the partnership that I have with Cliff to have such a family filled, you know, partnership and, they make, you know, they're super good for the earth and the community and the planet and everything like that. And, you know, the bars are delicious. They're super good. You can't go wrong with them. You mentioned female athletes that you are you know, part of in, in this Cliff campaign. Um, let's talk about that for a minute. You know, obviously in, in March, the kind of U.S. was kind of dropped on its head with George Floyd's murder. The social justice conversation is kind of uh, run pretty rampant. And I think along with that is other, you know, conversations, just not a black white issue. You know, there's, there's obviously uh, been years and years of years that women have been fighting for uh, their rights since the, the very beginning, and they're still not necessarily being heard. And I think when you look at 
women in sports today, you know, that platform is growing and getting bigger and bigger each and every day. And I know uh, Megan Rapinoe is a, is a favorite of yours, but, you know, she's, she's done a pretty incredible job being an ambassador, not just for soccer, but female athletes around the world. Uh, talk about your platform and, and, you know, how you're using it to, to kind of help grow the sports among women. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at a list of top 20 highest paid skateboarders in the world, and there's not one woman on there. How long is it going to take to get a woman on that list? Yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely been a challenge for skateboarding, for sure. And, you know, it's a super male-dominated sport, and it has been forever. Um, and it, it definitely has gotten a lot better. It's definitely, it's definitely, you know, there's people who have come before me that have helped pave the way that, you know, I'm so thankful for them because I would not be anywhere near the position that I'm in right now without that. And, um you know, with to have the Olympics too, like backing skateboarding, that's helped a ton. Um, with the Olympics, like everything has to be equal for male and female. And so that's created, you know, equal contests, equal pay in the contest and things like that, which is huge. And that's been something that people have been fighting for for years and years and years. And, you know, like even if you think about it, even like, five to seven years ago we couldn't even get a contest like at x games and so to have it come from that to we now have contests and we now have every contest that the, the men have pretty much and there's so many girls skating and it's it's just continuing to grow i was out of the skate park last night and I looked over and there was like six or seven girls that I'd never seen, like teenage girls that were all hanging out skating and like wanting to learn. And it was, it was really cool to see like every, you know, every time I go to skate park nowadays, like I usually see one or two girls compared to when I was up. I never saw a girl ever um, for years. And, but yesterday to see like six or seven of them was really cool. That was, that was a special moment for sure. You talk about the the sport in itself. You know, you you had mentioned here recently that skateboarding is just a little bit different, right? It's not like basketball. It's not like football. It's the the culture surrounding the sport. And if you uh, read into skateboarding and and kind of the origin out there in, in California, uh, you realize that you're 100 percent right, right? This is more of a lifestyle than anything. And I can't say that about the sport that I played. Um, talk about what skateboarding is. You know, in its in its heartbeat. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, a very um, special sport. There's really nothing much like it. Probably, you know, for the fact that it's an individual sport and you kind of do it on your own pace, you do it how you want. But my thing, too, is that you walk into a skate park, you pretty much see every type of walk of life. You know, like, every, every person has a different background. Everyone's, you know, doing their thing, having enjoying themselves and making friends and, like that and you know sometimes when you first walk up to the skate park it looks pretty intimidating but you go there a couple times like people start to remember your face and go up and say hi to you and you create this friendship and this you know it's it's a really cool thing it's not like anything else that I've ever seen in my life and it's taught me so many lessons on like everything that I can take through my life and you know one of them this is obviously a little more physical with skateboarding but you know, mental as well throughout life is fall down six times, get up seven. So that's kind of something that I've taken with me for everything. 
you know, as, as far as the, the sport in itself and the Olympics and, you know, all the things that go into it, people are telling me this is a billion-dollar industry now. Uh, do you feel like it's going to be able to hold on to the roots that you just mentioned, that same type of culture? Or do you feel like, you know, with the Olympics come a little more, um, what do I want to say, marketing or, or uh, it's, it's more of a mainline sport? And, and how do you, true skateboarders, you know, the, the guys that live this life, the girls that live this life, how do they feel about it going to the Olympics? Um, yeah, there's definitely, with the Olympics, there's definitely, you know, that controversy going on. and whether people are fans or not fans of the Olympics with skateboarding. But, you know, I, I kind of just take it as, like, it is what it is. And, like, being a female, I'm stoked about it. I'm super happy that it's an Olympic sport because it's made such a platform for us women. It's made, like, to have, you know, equal pay to have that because of the Olympics. And, like, it, it, sped, it seems like it sped things up a lot, you know, to have all that everything happening equal from the men um, probably would not be happening quite yet if, if it wasn't for the Olympics. So, you know, it's, it's cool. And, you know, I have, um, I've gotten to meet really cool athletes because of it that I never imagined that I would be able to meet and to hear their stories and learn about from them and how they've done it. And, you know, they've gone to the Olympics a few different times or maybe it's their first time again as well. And, um, so it's just it's been really cool. I've I've really enjoyed it and I'm really thankful that I'm a part of something and just to hear like the words Team USA and you know, to have that on my shirt or something like that, like it's it's mind blowing still and it's I'm really thankful. I'm really grateful for it and I'm stoked to be a part of it. What does the uh Jordan Barrett fan club look like that's headed to Tokyo? Is this gonna be a ridiculous group of people and have you looked into, you know, what everything that Tokyo has to offer? This is on my bucket list of places I want to visit. I'm sure you've done some uh, research and, and maybe have a plan for once you get there. I actually, I've, I've been there one time for just a few days, and it was such a cool city, but it was there for such a short time that, you know, I really didn't get to check out as much as I wanted to. Um, so, yeah, so to be able to go and kind of have, you know, to compete, I, I would compete early on. I'm, I'm one of the first events uh, skateboarding is. And so then to have that two weeks to, you know, hang out with everybody, watch everybody else compete and check out the cities, it, that's super cool. And I'm excited for that. I definitely need to do my research a little more on what, what all I can check out while I'm there. Jordan, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much and good luck. Awesome. Thank you for having me. The Sam Mays Podcast is a production of P-Squared Media.